Tomato sauce is one of those things that a lot of us take for granted. It's accessible and easy. But what if I told you that the tomato sauce you've been eating isn't the best tomato sauce it could be? What if there were a few simple things that you could do to make that tomato sauce not just good, but absolutely great? I'm Chef Ben. This is Food in 5, brought to you by HowToNotBurnShit.com, your modern culinary manual. And today, we're talking about the art of tomato sauce. Now, every single tomato sauce has one thing in common. The main ingredient is tomatoes. I know, I know, Captain Obvious, right? But we have to talk about the tomatoes. <clears throat> to make this as accessible as possible, I'm going to focus mainly on using canned tomatoes as opposed to fresh. If you want to use fresh tomatoes, that's great. I love it. Process the tomatoes by blanching them to remove the skin or by roasting them. Now you're pretty much caught up to the rest of us that are using canned tomatoes. You'll just likely need to add a bit of water. Now not every can of tomatoes is created equal. I'm not saying that you can't use no-name brand tomatoes for this. You can. But if you want the best tomato sauce possible, you want to use the best tomatoes possible. Generally, this means San Marzano tomatoes. These are a type of plum tomato typically grown in and imported from Italy. They are slightly sweeter and less acidic than Roma tomatoes, which is another classic sauce tomato. And if you buy a can of tomatoes, chances are it's going to be Roma's. If you can't find or don't want to spend the money on San Marzano's, that's okay. Most canned tomatoes will do the job. And if you're using fresh tomatoes, Roma's are what you're looking for. I typically buy whole canned tomatoes and puree them myself. I find the ones that are already pureed sometimes have an odd flavor that I don't like in my tomato sauce. Often, I don't actually puree the tomatoes, but rather just crush them with my hands. First of all, it's a lot of fun to get your hands in there and squeeze some tomatoes. Secondly, it means that I might get a few small chunks of tomatoes rather than just fully pureed. I like a few chunks of tomato in my sauce, but that's up to you. Now, tomatoes, even San Marzano's, are acidic. The goal is to balance that acidity with sweetness. Now, more often than not, people will just put a tablespoon or two of sugar in the sauce. Now, that's okay, but I prefer a different approach that does the same thing, but without adding sugar directly. Onions are a typical addition to tomato sauce. They are generally lightly sautéed right before the tomatoes are added. I like to take this a step further and actually caramelize the onions. What this means is that I'm essentially browning the onions over a moderately low heat. What is happening is that the starches and sugars in the onion are being broken down by the heat and caramelized. This intensifies their sweetness and means that I don't need to add sugar to my sauce for balance. The natural sweetness from the caramelized onions is what balances the sauce. When people think of caramelized onions, they often think of thinly sliced onions, but I want to be clear that for a sauce, I use a finely diced onion, not sliced. I caramelize them with olive oil on a medium-low heat, and it generally takes about 20 minutes. Now, there's a tendency to overcomplicate tomato sauce. All too often, people end up throwing uh, everything in the sauce but the the kitchen sink. But to me, a really good tomato sauce takes restraint. You really need to take a minimalist approach. In addition to the tomatoes and onions, I typically add salt, pepper, and finish the sauce with some fresh basil. That's it. Occasionally, very occasionally, I'll add a clove or two of garlic and saute that with the onions. But more often than not, I leave it out. In Italian cooking, the sauce is more just lubrication for pasta than the star of the show. 
In North America, we generally think of this in reverse. We load our pasta up with sauce to the point that we can't taste the pasta at all. It's okay that we do that. I do that. I'm not, I'm not trying to change the way 400 million people eat pasta. But whether you eat like the Italians or like North Americans, this sauce will suit your needs. The sauce I described above is fantastic as an all-purpose tomato sauce. It can be used on pasta with a bit of Parmesan cheese, used to top chicken Parmesan, serve with spaghetti and meatballs, or even as the base of a meat sauce. Think of it as a Swiss army knife. It can do a lot of things really well. I know that there are some people out there listening to this that are thinking their tomato sauce is perfect as it is. They can't believe that I didn't add oregano or handfuls of garlic. Well, I implore those people and all of you out there to try this method just once before you judge it too harshly. You never know, you may have just found your new favorite tomato sauce. I'm Chef Ben, and this is Food in 5, brought to you by HowToNotBurnShit.com, your modern culinary manual. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Chef Ben Kelly, and on Facebook at Ben Kelly Cooks, where I do a free weekly live cooking class every Monday night at 6 p.m. Atlantic. Last week we made uh, ravioli with two very special guests from Ashworks Cutting Boards, and we made this very sauce. Next week we'll be making seafood chowder. It's very exciting. So all you have to do is follow me on Facebook at Ben Kelly Cooks and tune in Monday night. And if you don't tune in on Monday night, it's fine. The videos are uploaded the next day and you can watch them then. Um, thank you so much for listening. This has been The Art of Tomato Sauce. I hope that you have a fantastic Wednesday. And I'll be back tomorrow with another great episode of Food in 5. And tomorrow is, of course, Thursday. That means it's Food History Day. And I believe I'm doing the history of gnocchi. I'll see you then.